Let's talk some Bridgewater College football with the head coach of the Eagles, Scott Lem, a bye week this past week. And then Tim Reynolds is the quarterback coach and passing game coordinator. We'll talk to both gentlemen. Coach Lem, how are you, sir? Yeah, Dave, thanks for having us on. Appreciate you having us. Absolutely. Coach Reynolds, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Good. Nice to see you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And how was it? I know you were under the weather a little bit last week, but for the most part, how was the – it's not an off week, I guess, a bye week, no game. You still were working and everything. But but how was it for your your group last week? Yeah, I mean, it it was a competitive week, and and I was – I actually had to miss on Thursday. And, and, you know, luckily I have a good staff that was able to to run things, had a really competitive practice. And, um, you know, we put a full pads on on Thursday and and hit a little bit. And so – um, for our returning guys, our guys that are frontline guys, you know, it's good for them to be able to clean up some uh, individual things that, you know, maybe get by the wayside or, you know, you, you really want to go back and say, hey, this is a skill that we really need to continue to develop. And for some of our young guys, we were able to get a lot of team reps and team reps that they don't get a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, was, that was good to be able to spend a little bit more time focusing on them as well. Have you seen their development quite a grow quite a bit here early in the season yeah absolutely i mean and, and you know we have the good fortune of being able to play uh you know jv type games with them right. so we played one against shenandoah we played one against fuma prep uh on that sunday a family weekend and um you know so we've been able to see them really compete and, and gosh the one against fuma came right down to the line uh, uh we had no scores it was zero zero until the, about the last <laughs> minute of the game fuma scored and then we went the length of the field in a couple plays and um and came up just short on Is a uh, on a two-point play oh so, wow um, no, I, th- I think it's good. You know, those guys get to continue to run our stuff, and uh, sure. it keeps them fresh. It keeps them competitive, and, and them knowing, you know, hey, I'm I'm not that far away from playing on Saturday. How many do you suit up for those games? Uh, for those JV, uh, about forty. About so 40. I mean, a small smaller roster. So right. a lot of guys play. Yeah, a lot of guys play a lot of reps. Um, it's good and, for them. Uh, yeah, really, really good for them. I mean, you know, it gets the beyond just you, you know ten or twelve plays they get per day in practice, kind of running our stuff. I mean, it gets them really competitive. So. Um, always something we're looking forward to. You know, when you, you you played three games, you got the bye. Again, sometimes you'd like to have it later in the year or whatever. But were you able to take a really good look at, at what you had done through three football games to kind of, all right, this is maybe I thought we were going to be good at this. Maybe we're not as good as I thought. And kind of give you a chance to kind of reevaluate kind of where your team is through three games. Yeah, offensively. And, and, you know, Tim can tell you too. I mean, we really we looked at every play, how we had run it, what what we had done what formation we had run it out of, situations we had run it in. Um, you know, we wanted to, to, one, get a sense of, of, okay, hey, this was a little bit more successful maybe than we had thought, or, mm-hmm. uh, or hey, the defenses that we're going to be preparing for us in the next couple of weeks, you know, try to get a, a plan on what is Hamden Sydney going to think, what is Shenandoah going right. to think about a, us on each side of the ball, and, um, and, and then continue to look and see, hey, who are we targeting, um, who, who's getting a lot of touches for us, and are the, are the right people getting the ball in the right situations? And I think that's something that we've had to do over the course of the last week and a half or so is, is look and see, okay, there's a couple more people that we want to get involved in game plans. And, um, but there's also been guys who have stepped up. I mean, our, uh, our leading receiver right now is a guy that uh, I, I don't think – and Ian Brown that I don't think we would have predicted in the really? beginning of the year. And so, I mean, that's always Good, good cool for him. Too. Yeah, good for, good for him and, and, and always pleasant to see. All right, Coach Lem, introduce Coach Reynolds for our, our listeners. This is his second year on your staff. Talk about kind of what what, what led you to, to hiring Coach Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. this is Tim Reynolds, our, our, our quarterback's coach, pass game coordinator. And um, really, I mean, it, it was uh, – we needed Tim at the time. We just lost a <laughs> wide receivers coach. And um, Tim came in and, and did a really good job there. And then his background and coaching the quarterbacks and coordinating offense and 
uh, all the different roles that he's had prior to, to coming on staff with us. He moved over and coached our quarterbacks. And, um, and, and that's, a, that's a position that needs a lot of focus. I mean, it, it's, you know, obviously it's a one that's talked about a lot. Um, you know, it, it gets a lot of credit, uh, and rightfully so a lot of times, and, um, but also gets a lot of pressure and, and adds a lot of pressure. And so I think to have the, the right voice in those guys' ear, mm-hmm. um, we've, we've played a variety of quarterbacks <laughs> in, gonna, in the last few say, years. Yeah. So it hasn't been, <laughs> You've kept him busy. It hasn't been <laughs> yeah. the, the easiest job at time, and, and uh, he's done a great job managing it and balancing it. So. Well, Coach Reynolds, just how about your time here at Bridgewater College, your first couple of years? Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been awesome. Actually, uh, I'm from the D.C., Maryland, Arlington, Virginia area, that mm-hmm. big triangle up there. So it's just closer to home as well where I was in North Carolina. So it's lovely. I love it. And for folks that don't know, you were a standout uh, QB at Ferrum, right? Yes, I was. After I left Florida and them, I went okay. to uh, Ferrum and um, played for under Coach David Harper. And it was awesome down there. You know, and that's the one thing, too, and Coach Lem, you can attest to this, you know, Playing at that level, understanding that level, understanding the Division Three level, it's, it's it's different than than some other levels, and you kind of to know that matters, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I think that the the difference is 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 probably the things that our, our players are having to do to compete. I mean, um, for sure, you know, Malcolm Anderson, for example. I mean, our starter right now, uh, that guy works in our laundry staff for <laughs> athletics, and uh, yep. you know, how, how many starting quarterbacks in America are doing that as might their, just as, be him as, as their work study job. <laughs> And, uh, but, I mean, I think it's a case, case all over and, and understand, hey, yeah, our, our guys are balancing some things outside of football. But, man, they want to be, be prepped and, and they want to be, you know, have people coach them really hard and, and coach them at a high level. And, and I think that's what, you know, Tim does a great job at with, with those guys and holding them accountable and, and getting them ready for Saturday. And I want to talk about your QBs, Tim, but talk about your background a little bit. Did you want to be a coach? Is that something that was always kind of in your blood? Oh, uh, yeah. I always wanted to be a coach. You know, everybody's dream is to go to the NFL. Obviously. <laughs> uh, but I always wanted to be a coach. Probably coming out of high school, I knew about 17 years old, I knew I wanted to be a coach. Um, and I broke my leg my senior year at, at Ferrum. Mm. So after that, it just was like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I will be a coach. Um, and I take it I take it. You know, I don't take it lightly. I take it serious, and this is what I love to do. It's something that I wake up every morning, it's like this is what I love mm-hmm. to do. It's not a job right? at all. It's not a job. No question. And you start at the high school level, right? Yes, sir. I was at uh, Yorktown High School in Arlington, Virginia. Started mm-hmm. there when I left Farum, And then, um, you know, started that program down in North Carolina, St. Andrews, and I just knew, like, this is what I want to do. It's, it's uh, coaching quarterbacks and wide receivers at the first place. Is, is, you know, I've always done it. And um, I just believe coaching these guys right now is, is it's just a blessing. You know, mm-hmm. these guys, I got, I got three guys right now that are awesome. They do everything right. You know, they yes, sir, no, sir type of guys. They just, they just need to be coached and told what to do and how to do it at a faster pace. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about your time at St. Andrews. You mentioned, so you guys started the program, is that right? Yes, sir, started the program. How challenging was that? Oh, probably one of the <laughs> hardest challenges i've ever had in my life but uh and uh, that was may 2016 so we started down there nai program mm-hmm. and um you know just it was one of those situations where it was great in the beginning you know towards my, the end of my time there just just wasn't going my way so you know that's what happened some some things in no question and then you found a, a good spot here, right? Yes, sir. My high school coach uh, actually reached out to Coach Lim. Is that how it worked? And there's always coach, a connection somehow. Always. High school coach reached out to Coach Lim. Coach David Harper reached out to Coach Lim. Okay. 
and it's a big triangle, so we all know each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Tim Reynolds, again, the quarterback's coach and the passing game coordinator at Bridgewater College. Coach Lem is with us as well, and um, obviously he's done a great job with your QBs, hasn't he, Coach? Coach Lem? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you look at we had J.C. Bateman, a freshman, come out and, and play his first college game against Southern Virginia, and, mm-hmm. I mean, come out and be, gosh, really, really efficient. Um, you know, put up big numbers. I mean, you know, make it into the top top five in his first game in our college's <laughs> record books and completions. Um, you know, just uh, really sharp there. And then, I mean, I, I think hey, the, the balance is, is tough. We've got uh, we've got two guys that ha- are in our roster that have, have started and won a lot of football games. And um, you know, but they, they still need to be held accountable. And, and JC came in and was the best player. And um, yeah, you know, I think sometimes it, it helps from my perspective to have somebody on the, you know, that's not the head coach coaching those guys and look at it and say, hey, coach, th- this is the move we need to make, and um, yeah, you know, and, and be able to be confident in their their decision and their choice. And um, and hey, last week, uh, you know, Malcolm started and and our came in in relief, and um, so now we've got two guys that, that have started two different games for us, and, and Jalen's played a little bit too, Jalen Wood that, that's won some games for us in the past, and so. It's really been a, a room that, that you appreciate, and you appreciate the, the character that each of those guys show because, I mean, they all want to be out there, right? Sure. And, and there's one football, and so uh, I think that's the challenging part. Coach Reynolds, has that been a challenge with, with your guys? You talked about they're always yes, sir, no, sir, doing everything right, but has it been a challenge to kind of keep their emotions in check at times? Oh, yes, sir. It's been a, it's been a huge challenge, actually. Uh, you know, everyone comes with different characteristics for sure. But it's something that I personally think I was built for. And then I think those three guys, they're like brothers. Mm-hmm. And they love each other since I've been with those guys. They love each other like blood brothers. So they hold each other accountable. But it's been a challenge, I think, for all three to get better each day. Mm-hmm. You know, writing down notes, taking pictures, doing things like that. It's been, it's been a huge challenge for them. But at the same time, I think they are understanding the coaching. And from my perspective, um, I, think they, I think they're getting it. Mm-hmm. Each and every week, for sure. And the one thing, it can be a challenge, too, and we were talking about this with JMU and Jordan McLeod not winning the job in fall camp and then coming in in week one and playing well. Kind of the same thing here. I mean, Malcolm came in last game when he didn't start. He could have been sulking and, yes. and not ready to play. Correct. He came in and played well. So they give, give a lot of credit to your guys to, to stay ready. You're right. Correct. And I think that comes with time. You know, his time being here, he understood, hey, I may not be the guy right this second, but I got to get better to show that I am the guy. So I think he's done that, and the other two understand. Every day in the room, they're getting graded. What can we do better Mm -hmm. to make each other better? And at the end of the day, I truly believe they have each other's backs. Absolutely. We're talking to Tim Reynolds again, the passing game coordinator, quarterbacks coach at Bridgewater College. Coach Lem is here as well, the head coach of the Eagles. They sit at 2-1 and one, coming off of a bye week. They'll open up conference play. We'll talk about that here as we continue. And talk about each of your guys. Let's start with Malcolm and, and, and kind of where have you seen him grow from last year to this year? And, again, he, he obviously he played a lot last year, uh, won a lot of football games. But where have you seen him grow? I've seen him grow mentally. You know, there were times last year where he would cave in you know, either on the sideline or either at practice. But I think now he understands his mental – he's definitely mentally tougher and emotionally tougher for sure. Um, and then the physical part about him, he lost about 15 pounds. So he mm-hmm. came into camp lighter, mm-hmm. and he understood, I can't be 242, you know. I gotta <laughs> Was be he two, that high? Was yeah, that heavy? I got to be, be mid-220s <laughs> and uh, okay. move a little faster. <laughs> well, and the one thing, he, he hasn't turned the ball over. I mean, that kind of comes with experience too, doesn't yes. it? Yes, absolutely. He understands that. We, I say the football is your baby. You <laughs> That's know, right. Take care of that baby. He understands now. Um, but like I said, the, the big thing for him, I think, is his mental. He has grown emotionally yeah. and mentally. 
We're talking again to Tim Reynolds, quarterbacks coach and the uh, passing game coordinator at Bridgewater College. And Jay's here to talk about this young man. Again, uh, loads of talent. Been, he made the start, played well. Then he came in the next game, had a couple of interceptions, kind of came back to earth a little bit. And, and how has he been kind of handling this, this roller coaster that he's been on? Yeah, uh, he actually was in my uh, office today earlier talking about academics and things. Uh, you know, Good for him. He's a guy. Uh, he 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 had. I always tell Coach Lim he has the it factor. Does he? Some some quarterbacks you can just kind of tell have the yeah, it factor. Right. Been playing it for years and years. So this is one of those things where he just got to sit back and grow a little bit, you know, and understand uh, what to take and what not to take on the field. But he is definitely he's all there. I just gotta you know just teach him baby steps mm-hmm. one by one, one two three. You know, <laughs> That's right. Elementary type things. But right. he, he definitely understands the game like uh, he's been playing it for 25 years. Mm. So he understands how to be a quarterback on and off the field. You know, he's and he's just, got the physical tools too, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He has the physical tools. Uh, I just want him to gain a little bit more weight, <laughs> you know, a little string being out there. But could I love could Malcolm give him some? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> did you, both you guys, did you realize, did you know what you had when, when, when you guys signed him? Did you, did you think that he could be the type of kid that, that hopefully he'll become? Yeah, I think, you know, and, and, and we really recruit that position pretty specifically. And, I mean, you look at the program he comes from in Lynchburg, from Heritage High School. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the success that he had as, as a player. And, um, I mean, they've, they've got a lot of talent there in that school. But, uh, I mean, when you have a quarterback kind of spinning the ball the way he did, yeah, I mean, it, we definitely had high hopes for him. And um, has he exceeded some of those? Yeah, for sure. I think that's one of the tough parts about a freshman is when you start to get that little bit of taste of playing time and, you think, okay, yeah, I'm exactly where I want to be, and, and the coaches, you know, and like Tim's done with them, hey, yeah, you're on the track. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> but you're, you're not, not where you need to be. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. yeah. If, uh, freshmen sometimes, it, it, oh, I've arrived, right? Yes, yes but not, not quite. Not quite. But one thing about um, Jay Sear, he is very, very humble. Mm. You know, he, he is very humble, and he understands, uh, you know, I, I haven't arrived. I have good for him. You yeah. know, he definitely said I haven't yet, and I'm on the I'm on the verge to get there for sure. We're talking to Tim Reynolds again, the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Bridgewater College. Scott Lem is here, the head coach of the Eagles. They get set to open up conference play this week at Hamden Sydney, and you know, talk about. I guess, coach, I'll ask you first, Coach Lem, with bringing Coach Reynolds in, and, and again, bringing in some new concepts with the passing game. Has it changed quite a bit here in the two years you've had, Coach Reynolds? Yeah, I mean, we we added a concept this past year that we saw and, and really liked, and, and it has a lot of answers. And, and I, I think more than anything, it, it's given us the ability to have somebody just focused on those guys. And, right. Um, you know, Tim gives me the ability to, to you know, in, in the role right now, coach the offensive line, but then really not have to focus on anything pass game-wise. I mean, you know, third down's coming around. Hey, you know, Tim, what do you think? What are we going with? And, and we talk a lot about it throughout the week and talk through those scenarios. And, um, you know, Tim will, Tim will always bring up good good points just to, just to mentally be prepared for and go into Saturday and, and call him plays. And, um, and, and to have somebody that has that experience and go, yeah, hey, I can see that this is, you know, this is good on paper, but, you know, this isn't to our guys' strengths. Like, right. let, let's make sure we're keeping things to, to people's strengths, too. And um, I always use that phrase, like, smack smack my wrist. Sometimes it's Tim smacking my wrist <laughs> or smacking my hand. And, um, you know, saying, hey, let, let's just let's just stay on this track or, hey, we really need to move. And, and it, it's really good to have somebody like that on staff. And we've got a, we've got a staff full uh, of men like that that um, – Feel, feel free to speak their mind and, and know that, um, you know, their, their opinion matters and, and it's going to be thought through, thought through and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of times applied as well. 
That's one thing. Talking to to Mike last week, your defensive coordinator, just and I, I'm, Tim, I'm guessing you feel the same way that your voice does matter, and sometimes. Head coaches, it's my way or the highway. But for Coach Lem to, to be able to have all of you guys have voices mm-hmm. and, as he said, usually apply those things to see if they work or not. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I got here last year, which everyone should know, you know, when you get in the new staff, the head coach has to trust you. No and doubt. I truly believe he trusts me even if, like, if he was sick last week, he understood that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll run the show. I got you back at any day. So I, I tru- truly believe he trusts me. And I, the most, the most biggest thing I also think the players trust us, you know, it matters, yep. as a as a one-two punch type of thing. They understand, and uh, I do anything for Coach Lemon. He understands that. And the players know that as well. You know, are you always studying other other people's stuff or new concepts that you could bring to the table? Again, it's a copycat uh, sport. Yeah. I mean, are, are you trying to kind of? Be innovative all the time? Yeah, there are times that I, I, I do. I watch a lot of football, you know, every day. I watch a lot of ball. Uh, it is a copycat league, copycat sport. <laughs> but I also understand who we are as a team. Sure, you can't as, be somebody else as with your personnel. Right. There mm-hmm. are things that we just can't good point. and cannot do, mm-hmm. you know, can and cannot do. So I definitely study and get things. But how does it work under our system under Absolutely. our players, <laughs> yeah. for sure. That matters. <laughs> there, there's no doubt. You know, talk about your receiving core a little bit. And okay. you mentioned Ian, but uh, Coach Reynolds, just kind of talk about how, because you've got a lot of guys that have caught a lot of football so far. Do you like kind of where, where they've gone so far, how they've developed? Yes, yes. All of those guys get better every single day. They bring, all, all of them bring something different to the table. And as Coach said earlier, Ian, you know, he came out of the, out of the spring we didn't really know. We didn't really understand. But right now, he is showing that he, 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 he does have the it factor. But the guys around him, they do as well, the mm-hmm. guys who've played more snaps. So I think uh, like a player like Tyler Gilliam, you know, that guy right there, he's just he's a spark plug. He, he can catch and run for 40, or he can catch and run, you know, make, make people miss. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all of those guys are, are, are pretty good. And then another name I, I, I always like to say, uh, Montez Green, you know, he'll be back here in the next few days, I'm sure. And he's just a playmaker all over the field. We just got to get him to do the smaller things. Sure. So the core, and I think those guys as well, those guys are tight. And they understand each other and respect each other as brothers. Do you like that group, how it's developed, Coach? Yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, it's, uh, it's a group that's got really a variety of classes throughout it. I mean, we've got Derek Jenkins and Deontay Tucker that, um, you know, are into their fifth year mm-hmm. and, and uh, have played a lot of football for us. And, um, you know, and each have different accolades during their time. And, um, you know, then we got Freddie Watkins and Tyler Gillum, you know, two other fourth-year guys for us that, um, you know, just really stand for the right things and the way that group works. And uh, really a lot, a lot like our quarterbacks, you know, when you watch that group, even though, you know, hey, there can be look at, hey, there's just one ball. You, know, you see those guys when, when big plays are about to happen and you, if you look off the film to the side, you'll see those guys anticipating it and excited for their teammate about to make the play. And, and I think, you know, that really speaks to, to the way that our staff has helped to, to no coach question. these guys. Yeah. You know, but then also, I mean, just the character of those men to say, hey, yeah, I'd be I'd be fired up to make that play, but I'm really I'm I'm just as excited for you to be able to make that play, and and, uh, and and that's what I think our receiver room really has. And so then you see off the ball, those guys work really hard. I mean, when they're downfield, they are blocking their tails off for each other, and Absolutely. and know you know hey, we've had a lot of success in the run game and explosions there, right. and um, it's not going to happen without those guys getting after people. We were talking about that with Zach Horton from JMU because he's a tight end. He has to block a lot. But, but their receivers do a really good job. That's something you guys take pride in, in your receivers too, blocking 
on the perimeter to, to bust those long runs, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when, when Coach Reynolds came in a year ago, I think the, the receivers were probably taking him back a little bit because that, <laughs> that seemed like that was the first 10 minutes of, of what he talked to him about. And hey, weren't we supposed to catch the ball, and, Coach? But it started with that. It was like, hey, we're going to be a physical group. And, yeah. and, you know, I think why that set such a good mentality was because they became really physical runners from that, right, you know, because they didn't shy away from blocking. Yeah. Now they weren't shying away from contact. That translates into catching yeah, the football oh, yeah, too. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it was – hey, I'm not worried about going into traffic for this ball because I've been blocking, I've been getting after people, and just the mentality that it helps set. And Gary Ramey, as we transition into to different uh, roles, I mean, Gary's really continued that on, and, and you've seen that. You've seen those guys grow from that from a year ago. Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. Tim Reynolds is the passing game coordinator and the quarterback's coach. And, you know, let's talk about this week. You guys get set to open up a conference play. Um, it, it's just, it, it means a little bit more, conference play. There's – is there a little pep in the step with the guys this week? Yeah, I mean, you know, for us, hey, we're, we're kicking it off with a, what I would call a pretty big rivalry and, um, you know, one that uh, especially over the last, you know, 20 years in, in my time has been pretty balanced. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a team that you look at and you say, okay, hey, this is this is a team that's going to be competing at the top end of the conference. And, uh, you know, how, how you play in that opening week is really going to matter. And, and um, you know, you want to be able to set the right tone as you get into conference play. Coach Reynolds, talk about what you see defensively from uh, Hamden City. Uh, you know, first things first, I think they play hard. Mm-hmm. I think they play fast. Uh, I truly believe they're well coached. And, uh, you know, this is probably be one of the top defensive back groups we're about to face. Yeah. And I think um, they're coming for us and we're coming for them. You know? <laughs> yeah. they, I'm pretty sure they have a little bit of bad blood from last season. And, you know, we're all ready to go. I, I think uh, they're very sound and they understand the game of football. You know, we're not, we're not, um, you know, we're not going out there playing anyone that just that is just out there running around. I mean, these guys are very sound and they're well coached. Yeah, so no I, doubt. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, talk a little bit more about the rivalry and how far this goes back with you, with you and Hamden Sydney. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, for me personally, um, I mean, it, it's it's one of the first jobs I actually interviewed at. And, uh, so, I'm, I'm <laughs> so there's a little more. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've known Coach Favret for you know since since 2009, since I wanted to get into coaching, and and I mean, respect a, a lot about what he's done. I mean, mm-hmm. in my time in the ODAC, I think he's won two or three conference titles, and um, you know, he was a. Uh, it's just been a program that you know when we recruit here in state. Uh, are constantly hearing about guys that, that, hey, we're recruiting them, they're recruiting them. There's, there's a lot of familiar faces on the roster from that. Um, and so the, I think the battle goes 12 months a year against these guys, yeah. you know, in season, out of season, in recruiting, and um, yeah. you know, continuing to, to build our roster. And, and as they continue to build theirs, you know, they, it's just a constant name that, that's, that's up <laughs> in, in a variety of ways. And, and I think for our alumni base, it's a game that, not not many of our alumni prior to 2000 beat these guys, and so um, you know it's one as we've won more frequently since then. Uh, that those guys really uh, really take this game on. Last year you guys played, and 27-17, you guys you were down early in that, weren't you? And came back. That's right, down early, up, came back late. All right, talk about them a little bit. We coach talked a little bit about their defense. How about offensively out of Hamden City? What do you see? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, they've always been an offensive power in uh, since Coach Favret's been there, and and, uh, and really a, a spread out group. But um, we'll get after you up front, and I think that's one of the you know they, they create space, but then they also create running lanes. Really physical running back. Um, have played two quarterbacks this year, and both have played at a high level. I mean, the, the guy who started off the season ran for 180 yards in his opening game, wow. and then. Uh, something happened during week two, but I think we got we think he got hurt, and 
the week three starter ended up being the conference player of the week <laughs> and, and throwing for a ton of yards. And so um, they've shown, you know, whoever the quarterback is, he's dynamic. And, that gosh, that, that that's really challenging. They've got a tight end that uh, can both block and catch. And so, you know, now they can st- play out of, of pretty singular personnel groups and, mm-hmm. and really keep you guessing on defense. You know, Coach G and those guys really got their, their, their work cut out for them. And, um, and then they're a little bit more RPO pace than what they've been in the past. And so, you know, being able to, to stretch the field not only in, in space, but then now attack those spaces in a, in a variety of ways um, has really, you know, I think our, our DBs are really going to be challenged and their eyes are going to be challenged most importantly. And, and uh, they're going to have to be really disciplined so we don't give a big play. Scott Lem is with us, the head football coach at Bridgewater College. They sit at 2-1. and one. They'll play Hamden Sydney, who's also 2-1. and one. That'll be on the road coming up uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock. Tim Reynolds, the quarterback's coach and passing game coordinator, is with us with the Eagles as well. And you mentioned RPOs, and I wanted to ask both of you guys about that. How much has that changed the game of football? I mean, it, it puts so much stress on a defense and, and can open things up with an offense. But <laughs> it, it's kind of changed the game a little bit, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll kick this one to Tim. Tim's a, a former option quarterback <laughs> and, uh, and just, just how much that, that has changed it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's always been there, the triple option. But now it's triple option through with the With a pass, air, right? Pass, <laughs> you know, not backwards, like pitching it. So I think it has changed the game a lot. Sometimes I feel like it could be difficult, you know, to yeah. do or to read who I'm reading, where I'm throwing it. But I think it has made the game evolve in certain ways. I think sometimes it has made the game go faster, you know. <clears throat> Old school triple option, you're under center, <laughs> you know, you're running it with three, three yards in a cloud of dust. took a little say. time to yeah, develop with the triple option. but So I think it has changed the game tremendously in a, in a, in a positive way, make it go faster. And quarterbacks are – you know, seeing seeing the field better, I think, as well yeah. with it. They've got to make a split-second decision. But, boy, that puts a ton of stress on the defense, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Especially when you go fast. Yeah. You go in there and go fast. And like I said earlier, you, you, can be, you could be reading two people. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you could pop a run. And then you could pop that pass right there in the void. So, I like the RPO. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of decisions to make for the quarterback. I mean, you got to have a guy that's a quick decision maker. And yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things is that, uh, you know, in option offense, you thought, oh, this quarterback is just so tough because he's always downfield, lowering his shoulder, right. those things as a runner. But, you know, in, in RPO football, there's a lot of times you're leaving an unblocked player and he's got to throw under duress. Sure. And, and I'm sure if you ask most, most quarterbacks, they'd rather be, you know, tucking the ball away, being able to protect themselves downfield than – Hey, no, and I, I got to throw this ball, and I'm about to take it in the chest or hit my hand on this helmet, or <laughs> right. you know, and, and and that's one of the things I, I think that people don't forget about the the RPO game is how much duress your quarterback is usually thrown yeah. under. No question. All right, what are your biggest keys this weekend, Coach Lim? Yeah, I mean, we we've got to win the physical battle. I mean, the the line of scrimmage is going to be really important, and uh, that that's on both sides of the ball. I think you know if we can at least make them one-dimensional on offense. That'll be, you know, a positive for our defense. Now we can have more people in coverage to protect against those RPOs like we talked about. Um, and then offensively, you know, it, uh, it it's run the football. Tim talked about how talented their, their secondary is. Um, you know, they're going to be hard to get past. It, it's going to be a lot of hard yards. Um, and, you know, as we talk about how disciplined they are on defense and how well coached they are, you know, our goal is to, to count up how many five- and ten-yard plays we can have, not necessarily the, the 40- and 50-yard plays. Right. And so I think if we can stack those, we'll, we'll have a successful day. It's conference play now. It's a little different. A little different. <laughs> a little different. Everybody knows each other pretty well. That's right. So, yeah, that's no right. Doubt. Guys, I appreciate you. Coach Reynolds, it was nice to meet you. Nice Thanks for coming you on. Too, I appreciate Thank it. You. Coach All right. Lyle. All right, Dave. Thanks for having appreciate us out. Appreciate, appreciate you. Good luck this week, gentlemen. All right.